A fast food restaurant is selling an Anne Frank burger and Hitler fries. Broken jobless youth are sharing beds in China. And Mattel wants to pay you $277 an hour to play Uno. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Yeah. Are you hungry? Would you like to order the Anne Frank burger with a side of Hitler fries? Shock. Outrage. As a fast food restaurant in Argentina is putting some very questionable items on their menu. The eatery is offering the Adolf cheese and bacon covered french fries. You can get this as a side when you order the Anne Frank hamburger. (laughs) My goodness, this is terrible. Could I add some Mussolini mayo on that? Oh, just complete the trifecta of offensive things. (laughs) What's wrong with these people? This is a fast food restaurant in Argentina. They've proved very tasteless after allowing customers to add the Adolf cheese and bacon covered french fries as a side to their Anne Frank hamburger. But uh, how are you going to you going to order just regular fries? No, no. They're going to be like, "Would you like your Would you like your fries Adolf style?" You're like, "Oh, what is that? Come with a little mustache on there?" No, no. No, it's cheese and bacon. Oh, I got to get it. I got to get the cheese and bacon on my french fries and then you you're forced to order it. You're put in a position where you have to say, "Yes, give me the Hitler Style fries, please. Would you like to go Adolf on your fries? Yes, give me the Adolf fries. Ooh, that Anne Frank hamburger looks delicious. <laughs> Is the bacon extra crispy? Oh, I said it. Oh, it's horrible. If they're going for some PR, though, this is brilliant. Because no one knew who they were prior to this, I imagine. Have you heard of the place? They're called Honky Donkey. I've never heard of Honky Donkey. It's a strange name for an eatery. The Honky Donkey. You do the honky-donkey and you turn yourself around. Order the Hitler fries. It's in a small town called Rafaela in the Santa Fe province. They're offering other options on their menu, along with the Anne Frank burger and the Hitler fries. I'm going to read some of these. Uh, At the honky-donkey, you can also order the Mongolian Genghis Khan or the Mao Zedong. And you can also order the Benito Mussolini. I said that earlier. I thought it might be the mayo. It doesn't say what it is. Is it the Mao Zedong chicken? Crispy chicken? What would the Genghis Khan be? Hmm. A foot-long hot dog? That's my guess. Or a, or a, a decapitated human head in between two buns. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> this is really offensive to some people. I think this is hilarious. Because <laughs> you're so dumb. They're so dumb. Dumb things make me laugh. Public outrage has begun. Yes, of course, public outrage has begun. And public outrage will ne- not cease until the honky donkey's out of business. OOB. Uh, we have a Raffaella Jewish community Facebook page. They posted on the Facebook page expressing their most heartfelt disapproval and indignation of this menu, asking that honky donkey remove items related to the Holocaust, specifically those referencing Hitler, Mussolini, and Anne Frank. Yeah, they seem to be going for a Holocaust theme on their menu. Maybe it's just for the month of uh, August. Let's see what they do in September if they change their tune. Maybe they'll, like, go on a whole barbecue witch menu theme in September. We have Ariel Rosenthal, who is a representative of the Raffaella Jewish community, told the media they first learned of the disturbing marketing campaign in March and that they spoke with the owners who said they would remove the menu choices, but as of now, they have yet to do so. 
Rosenthal says, we do not understand the delay in doing it. We deeply regret this incident. We hope that the matter will be reflected upon, reflected upon. <laughs> you need to get a little more harsh, Rosenthal. <laughs> be like, we told these dumbasses to change it in March and they haven't. So we're going to burn the place down if you don't change these menu options. You know, something like that might be effective. Now, Honky Donkey apologized. Apparently, they apologized for their menus in their Instagram story. They announced they would rename the items after, quote, defenders of peace and human rights like Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Dalai Lama, Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, etc., etc., among others. They're going to name them after nice people then. So you're going to be able to order, I don't know, Obama ice cream. The Martin Luther King... Uh, what could it be? I don't know. What have I not covered? The Martin Luther King sausage sandwich, breakfast sausage sandwich, the Mahatma Gandhi bacon and eggs, Tostito. I don't know. <laughs> do you guys have better ideas than I do? <laughs> I'm not always so sharp with my improvisational skills here, guys. It's mood dependent. <laughs> Argentina has a sordid history with Nazi Germany. Yeah, we all have a sordid history with Nazi Germany. Nobody's having a, a grand old time history with Nazi Germany. It says where many former members of the Third Reich fled after their defeat. You know, they all went to Argentina. It's alleged that members of the Argentine government actively facilitated escape routes for some ex-Nazi officials. What are you doing? Argentine government says they would either stay in Argentina or fan out to other countries in the Americas, most significantly neighbors such as Paraguay and Brazil. Says here, surprisingly, there also continues to be a sort of Nazi glorification by some subsects of the population in countries all across Latin America. In 2021, a Colombian police academy held a state-sponsored so-called cultural exchange event dressed up as Nazis with one of them impersonating Adolf. A Mexican couple had a Nazi-themed wedding last year, citing Hitler's veganism as their inspiration. <laughs> veganism. <laughs> Wow, I mean, if you're really going to dig in the crates for some for some inspiration, I don't think Hitler's veganism is where you need to go. In May, police in Peru seized 50 bricks of swastika-branded cocaine. Swastika-branded cocaine? What the hell, man? This is bizarre. They doing, like, taking a big bump and then raising their right hand. I don't get this at all. There should be none of this behavior in 2023. I mean, I'm embarrassed that I even covered this on the podcast. This is ridiculous. What's wrong with people? <sighs> in China, the broke and jobless youth are sleeping next to strangers just to survive. Yeah, it's called prostitution. No, it's something else. Young people struggling in China's megacities have found a way to fit rent into their dwindling budgets by sharing a bed with a stranger. As the country faces a youth unemployment crisis, posts advertising shared bed spaces in urban sprawls such as Shanghai and Beijing have emerged. The practice is different from hot bedding, which is a trend in the West where tenants save on rent by taking turns sleeping in beds. In China, bedmates sleep together in the same bed and split the cost of the rent. This sounds terrible unless uh, your bedmate is hot. Yeah, sexy, smells nice. Oh, it'd be terrible if you get a snorer. I don't like snorers. Can't live with a snorer, man. I had to find a roommate recently and... I want to ask people, are you a snorer? 
They don't give you a straight answer, though. They always say, oh, you know, I haven't been told that. I'm not really aware if I am. That's a bunch of bullcrap. You're aware if you're a snorer. You don't go your whole life as a snorer. No one tells you you're a damn snorer. You know you're a snorer. I can tell if someone's a snorer just by the way they breathe regular. I'm like, oh, did I, did I sense a struggle there? Huh. Sounds like you sleep with a machine over your face. Is that right? <laughs> and if I can't tell, I make them take the stairs twice, and then I interview them. <laughs> I suss out the snorers, baby. All right, back to the story. This intimate arrangement of sleeping with a stranger has prompted young tenants to think of new ways to maintain personal boundaries. Well, you know, your personal boundaries are out the window, bro, if you're sleeping with a stranger in the same bed to save money. I mean, are you going to have personal boundaries at that point? What are you going to do? Put a little blocker in between the two of you? I don't even know how you do that. Why not go to a bunk bed? I've seen bunk bed situations in expensive cities such as New York. I've even had sex in a bunk bed as an adult because I went home with a woman in New York and she slept in a bunk bed. And I wasn't about to say no. She was, you know, she looked so good that you would, you would do it in a, in a bunk bed. It's just, <laughs> she had like, she had bunk bed. I'll do it in a bunk bed looks. You know what I'm saying? This is a tagline often seen in these rental posts in China. Same room, same bed, different quilt. <laughs> same room, same bed. Oh, goodness gracious. Another person wrote in their ad, doesn't snore, occasionally talks in sleep, wakes up around nine in the morning and goes to bed around nine in the evening and has Tuesdays off. This is so sad when you're trying to find someone. It's not even like finding someone to live with. That's hard enough. You got to like get down to the nitty gritty. How do you sleep? Do you toss and turn? Do you sleep warm? Do you sleep cool? Do you like the AC on your face? Do you sleep with a fan on your body? You roll around a bit. You got any foot odor? I'm looking at foot odor here. The woman that posted that ad said she has been unable to afford rent alone since her friend moved out. She said her shared apartment had a large space, bay windows, carpets, two sets of tables and chairs. Well, the space ain't that large if you're sharing a bed with someone. If it's so large, have a second bed. Have a bunk bed. Do the air mattress thing. My goodness. This is a nightmare. Uh, I mean, imagine living this way. Now, a media company in China has said, quote, this sort of renting arrangement might sound bold and even absurd, but in first tier cities, this co-rental approach is not uncommon. In these particular places like Beijing and Shanghai, Jiangsu and Shenzhen, which are China's top four urban powerhouses, the average rent in these cities is about $12 a square meter. Now you got this whole bed sharing which is coming upon us as youth unemployment in China soared to 21.3% in June. Youths in China are classified as 16 to 24 years old. Gen Z workers have been battered in the economy by three years of brutal COVID lockdowns and a record 11.6 million new, new university graduates are expected to enter the job markets this year. And there's not a lot of job opportunities. So it looks like this trend is going to continue with the youth sharing beds. I don't know how you bring somebody home in that instance. Hey, my place or yours? All right, let's talk about the person that you're sleeping with, and I'll talk about the person I'm sleeping with, and we'll see which one would be the best to sleep with tonight. <laughs> we go to your place with your bedmate or my bedmate? <laughs> my bedmate's a little freaky, a little bi, so I think we're good if we just go with mine. <laughs> I mean, how do you do this? I just can't even. Oh, farting. Farting's a thing, man. Farting's a thing. Can't hide that when you got a bedmate. I mean, at what point do you just say, you know, I'm going to sleep on the floor. I just would sleep on the floor. Instead of spending $280 to share the bed, how about I, I pay $180 and I sleep on a hard floor? I don't mind. 
I'll sleep. I've slept on a floor before. I've gone camping. Just a little mat, sleeping bag. We're, we're good. We're good. I don't know. Would you guys ever do this to save money? Call the show 646-450-2012. Yay! Would you like to make $277 an hour playing Uno? Well, Mattel wants to pay you to play Uno. Mattel says it is conducting a nationwide job search for a, quote, chief Uno player. Starting salary, $277 an hour. Are you guys familiar with the game Uno? It's a wonderful card game that I played as a kid. Uh, The goal is to get rid of all your cards first. Uh, It's really fun. You should enjoy it. It's pretty cheap, too. You can probably pick up a deck of Uno cards for under 10 bucks, and it's just hours of enjoyment. I never thought I could get paid to play Uno. This sounds like a dream. The toy company is hiring someone to promote the release of their new game, Uno Quattro. Ooh, a new Uno game. They're up in their Uno. You got to compete with video games in this current climate. How do you do that if you're a card-making company or you're making board games? It's hard. You got to make them more uh, sophisticated. And the Uno card game is very simple. Perhaps Uno Quattro is something that's a little more crazy. Anyone play it? I'd love to hear about it. Maybe I'll buy it and find out. I have to talk my friends into playing with me. I don't know. That's, that's a difficult sell as an adult. You guys want to play Uno with me? Bro, really? There is an application you have to fill out, but you're going to be paid $4,444 a week for four weeks to play this game, Uno Quattro, with strangers in New York City. You also have to create social media content featuring the new game, Playing with Strangers. Uno Quattro is the new version of Uno that combines connecting four tiles in a row, such as Connect Four, with the classic Uno feature of matching numbers and colors, etc., etc. I still don't understand it. Here's a quote from Mattel, though. We're thrilled to offer a position to the ultimate Uno player to help introduce our brand new game, Uno Quattro. Starting September 13th, the chief Uno player will teach players to play this game and participate in live streams and interviews. So it's a pretty beefy position. Any U.S. citizen over the age of 18 can apply as long as they can fulfill the job requirements of being able to sit for long periods of time and can carry 50 pounds or more to move tents for game setup. Mattel's new position is part of a growing movement in which brands use stunts on social media to get people talking about their new products. Well, if you just change the name from Uno to uh, the Hitler game, you'd get a lot of (laughs) people talking about it. (laughs) Our new game, Hitler. All right, that's a bad joke. Uh, For Uno, Mattel is featuring their applications on TikTok to alert users of the quirky new job, and the company's encouraging Uno lovers to apply by stitching their video before the August 10th deadline. Oh, that's today, the August 10th deadline. So get your video in by today, guys. I don't know, a video of what? Saying how much you love Uno. The owner of the company says, I suspect many people have not thought about Uno in a very long time. They suddenly, suddenly you see this on TikTok and now you're interested in Uno all over again. Yeah. I hope it works. I mean, people should play Uno. Um, Getting kids interested in these sorts of uh, low definition games, though, is a challenge. But I think this is a good approach. Make a new, more, more beefy game. Advertise it on TikTok. Make it look like fun. It is fun. You can turn it into a drinking game. That's where you need to go. Mattel, just turn it into a drinking game and then people will be on it. Now, I recall as a child playing Uno a bit, also played with a regular deck of cards, such games as Rummy. 
and Slapjack and Go Fish. Have you heard of any of these games? Did you play any such games as a child? Please call the show and share it with me. 646-450-2012. Eventually, I grew up. I was, uh, when I was 11, I started playing uh, Texas Hold'em, you know, as you should. Winning all that money, baby. And we will build this news together, standing strong forever. Nothing's going to stop weird news. How about a big shout-out? Are you guys ready to join me for this shout-out to Karen Forenback? Karen bought me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com, because Karen gives a damn, wants to support the show. And um, I appreciate Karen's generosity. She even wrote me a nice little love note. She wrote, love your show, Jonesy. And this is from an original Karen. Oh, an OG Karen. She says, I forgive you for bashing on the name Karen. Not all Karens are like that. So with that being said, here's a coffee from this Karen. Love ya. Love your podcast. And I can't get enough of it. Good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life, Karen Fornback. And I want to give you a personal apology for bashing Karens. And I, I, I never meant for you to take that personally. And I know that Karens can't help but take it personally when you bash Karens. I'm really sorry. Um, I feel bad. Karens have been getting a very bad rap lately in the, in the media. And so I've piggybacked upon that with various stories about Karens. And I'm so sorry. But they're really funny. And when you're doing a story about something, you know, one of those quote unquote Karens, you know, the personality. You don't even have to be named Karen to be acting like that Karen um, that, you know, that description, um, you know, I think I, obviously I had to make fun of it. So I, I, I am sorry. I don't, you know, I know Karen's, I play softball with a Karen on a Sunday in Santa Monica and she's amazing. She's an amazing person. She's lovely and she's a great player. And so I do love Karen's and I'm, um, please don't take it personally. Those of you who are Karen's out there, we're just trying to have some fun here. I know life is tough though. So if you want to change your name, you know, just think about it. <laughs> I think it just costs like 10 bucks. Go to City Hall, 10 bucks. Change your name to Christy. Very simple. So anyways, shout out to Karen Forenback for buying coffee, showing some support, you know, trying to keep the lights on over here in the closet. Yeah, I got a light in this closet. I got to keep it on. So thank you, Karen. If you guys want to support the show, you can go to weirdafnews.com, buy me a coffee, join the Patreon. Why not join the Patreon? That's like buying me a coffee every month, stepping it up. Very gratuitous. You can also go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News as well. Today's Thursday, so tomorrow we're going to be only doing Florida news. If you're new to the podcast, just FYI, I do weird news five days a week, but on Friday it's only weird news from Florida. So if you would like to submit a Florida news story from this week to be added to the Florida Friday episode upcoming, I would appreciate that. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com or you can slide them into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones as well and we'll try and do a a nice Florida story tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Uh, I left the number earlier but in case you in case you missed it and you would like to call the show the number 646-450-2012 right, I love you and good luck with your life everybody.